You are Locked On Rangers, your daily Texas Rangers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On the Texas Rangers. I'm Bryce Patrick with the Dallas Morning News, joined today by good friend, prospect liker, baseball occasional liker, um, and for some reason, Everton fan, Grant Schiller. Grant, how you doing? <laughs> I'm doing great. You know, I'm two days away from being fully vaccinated, so I'm going to be able to do some things like get a haircut for the first time once, go to a movie, and still stay far, far away from Rangers games. Man, you are absolutely living the life. I wish that I was getting vaccinated. I am trying my darndest, uh, but my dad had an appointment to be vaccinated today, but he just had a shingle shot. So oh, they're like, actually, you're going to have to wait that. another week. Oh, that so, stinks. Which, that's a bummer. But it's good to know that he is on the list and he will get there. But uh-huh. before we talk about anything more important, today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKEDON15, and you will get 50%, 15, not 50, 15% off your next order. That would be too good to be true. But also something that would be too good to be true is expecting the Rangers to care about people. Because that, that's where we are. It's It's been a few days since I've had the episode, and I've not yet talked about on this podcast about the range opening, opening up to full capacity. Because, to be honest, I've just been so mad that I couldn't really do a rational, logical episode talking about this because it made me mad. And, Grant, I don't know if you feel the same way, but I'm I'm almost certain you do. Yes, no, it... It made me very mad and just continues to be such a frustrating team to follow and root for. And it just, there's no worse feeling as a sports fan than when you feel icky rooting for your local team. Like, I have always felt icky rooting for the Cowboys because Jerry Jones is a not super great person. Um, and they don't take care of their fans. And even they do a 20 times better job than the Rangers. And, like... They just do so many things that make you think and go, do I really want to still be a fan of this team anymore? And you just kind of feel gross giving your money to them and rooting for them. And even though the players in the front office don't have anything to do with these decisions and you want to just kind of separate it and root for those people, it gets hard and mucked up, and I I don't like it. Yeah. So in case you didn't know, the Rangers opened up to full capacity on opening day, um, which... It's 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 wrong. Like it, there's there's nothing else to say about it than it's wrong. It's premature. It's I don't care if you are vaccinated. Even when I'm when I am vaccinated, I don't know that I want to go to a Rangers game this year. That's no. the frustrating thing. So they are going to quote unquote require masks. Um, even though today they aired an advertisement uh, I saw on Twitter on their own Twitter page of a guy. So it, the caption was "Cardboard is out, humans are in." Is this guy who comes in? He's got his beer. He's got a mask on when he comes to sit down then he takes out his little cardboard thing and immediately takes his mask off once he sits down so apparently all you have to do is have a drink in your hand and you don't have to wear a mask sitting next to thousands of people at full capacity i just i don't understand why they used this specific advertisement i mean i do i 100 percent do it's because they're like wink you have to wear a mask wink you're gonna be safe double wink like what are they thinking I mean, we already saw in the postseason how the mask rule applies. 
because they put this loophole in active eating or drinking. So you just have people just sitting around with drinks in their hands and saying they're actively drinking. Um, uh, they're not thinking, like, they're thinking that they want more money. And the thing is, like, A, it's too early, like you said. If they just waited a few more weeks, it could be okay. Just just a few weeks is all they needed to wait and evaluate. Um, but they do it way too early. We know that people aren't going to wear masks because we saw that play out in the playoffs. Um, their staff is not equipped for it. Like, they have an older staff at these games. I don't know if you read the New York Times piece today, basically, where staff members were saying that they were very upset and concerned and didn't like it. And um, they felt like they're being trained to be bouncers more than, than ushers, right? Because mm-hmm. they're going to have to get in these confrontations with people. And they, these I mean, these are mostly older people who aren't paid much and aren't trained in this kind of stuff and shouldn't have to deal with it, frankly. So beyond it not being safe for the fans, I feel so terrible for the employees. Yeah, it's going to be really rough for them because, I mean, we know how obnoxious people can be once you're drinking beer. And, I mean, we're all a little restless and out of pocket at this state. We don't know how to be in places. I mean, some people who just pretended this pandemic never existed, which uh, probably a lot of people who are going to go, not to say everybody who's going to go hasn't been treating this well or or treating this with the respect that it it needed but a lot of people are just like no you're not going to deny me i paid my money therefore i can do what i want and i'm going to be just obscene to you and that's incredibly frustrating this is the uh, the statement that the rangers made um about this uh let me go pull it up there it is texas rangers organization is very very encouraged by governor abbott's order to open the state of texas that tells us that conditions have improved in Texas such that we can welcome fans to Global Life Field for the first time since the stadium has been open, which is not even true. You literally just did that in the playoffs. So the governor's order allows us to do that, open to full capacity, as you are well aware. The thought process is the governor came out at the end of February with the hospitalizations rate declining and COVID incidents declining, vaccinations increasing steadily, that by opening day, we'll be in a much, much better position than we are today. And we're looking forward. I don't think we had a plan plan until we knew what the governor's role was going to be. We had no other contingency plans. We were waiting for the governor. And you know Uh, how garbage that is? They're basically saying, like, the governor says it's safe, so it's safe. But they hired Abbott's daughter. So you know that Davis and Simpson had a say in this and were pushing Abbott very hard for this. Like, they have a close relationship with him. So they act like they, like, oh, Abbott says it's okay, so, like, we're just going to trust him. When they, they input on this decision, like, they pushed for this. There's no question that they did that behind the scenes. There's literally no question. And if Abbott thinks it's so safe, why is the governor's mansion still not open for tours because of COVID? Like, that tells you everything you should need to know. Oh, it's safe for you guys to go out, but you want to come into my house and tour? No, 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 no. That's not safe. That's not safe. But you guys go out and spend your money somewhere and... Just don't infect me and, and my family. Like, that's, that's the biggest hypocritical thing to me that still infuriates me. Yeah. I mean, the two, like, most blatant hypocritical things that the Rangers put out in their own statements, these stories, to me, are A, masks are going to be required, but we're asking for voluntary compliance, which basically, we're not going to enforce it. We just hope that people are going to wear them. And, like, who cares, actually? Um and then Rob Matwick, I think is his name, like the president of baseball or of business operations, right? In literally back-to-back sentences, he said, 
we are I going. Uh, I think it's Neil Liebman. Oh, okay. He's the well, president of Business Ops. Okay. Rob Matwick is some higher up in the business organization. Um, and he, he released a statement on this stuff. And he said, in literally back-to-back sentences, we are going to continue to follow the advice of the CDC. And the next sentence was, the CDC is recommending against large groups. So we're going to eliminate tailgating in our parking lots. But a large group of 40,000 people in our stadium sitting inches away from each other, that one's fine. I mean, we're going to listen to the CDC, but they say not to allow large groups. But 40,000 people can come back to this place. That's fine. We're not going to let them tailgate when they're not paying money to us. But when they're in the stadium paying money to us, by the way, executive um, Rob Matwick is executive vice president of business ops. Okay. So that's who he is. And so they're actually taking some some steps now to place plexiglass barriers at the top of dugouts and the back and sides of the bullpen, which is the guidance we receive from Major League Baseball, to make sure we protect he- player health and safety. By doing that, that allows us to ma- maintain 100% of the manifest. What? You know what that says? Like, It's literally them talking in circles. It, well, it's them saying it's not safe, so we need to protect the players. But the fans, y'all could just pass around COVID Screw all you want. y'all and get COVID. It's, which, you had fans in here in November or October, whenever the heck it was, the World Series was. You didn't do this then? Why? Why are you just now doing it now? Because you think it's going to be even worse? I don't... Mm. Yes. <sighs> that is why. Of course. All right. Well, on that fun note, we're going to take a quick break, talk about some, some fun sponsors... And, and not get mad at the Rangers. But first, it's word to our sponsors. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus with the promo code LOCKEDON. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Alrighty, we are back and here to talk about the Rangers, for some reason, deciding to open it up to 100%, which... I keep saying, I don't know why, I don't know why, I don't know why. But the why is actually very obvious. It's just extremely disheartening. The why is the the ownership wants to earn money, earn as much money as possible, and does not care what happens to the fans. But what they should care about is some of the people who are in those stands, which are family members. And as of this point, from what I've heard from people who work with the team and are around the team, there are no new stipulations about what's going to happen with family members. There's going to be in there jam-packed with the players or with the other fans, thousands of other fans right next to them, breathing on them, possibly infecting them, possibly not wearing masks or lightly enforced with wearing masks. And then they're going to go home with their player husbands or fathers or whoever, and they're going to go live with them. The media is still not allowed to be actually face-to-face with players. But you can have the players be face-to-face with their families who are going to be in and among thousands of other people. How is that safer? 
so I mean, what's the point of the plexiglass? Like, if you're if you're not going to at least socially distance the, from the the family members amongst themselves and from the fans, like, just just let fans storm the field. Just let them go cough in the players' faces. Like, whatever. I mean, they they it's amazing how dumb they are. And you know, this is this is like this is a very small part of it. Like, obviously, the health aspect is much more important, mm-hmm. but it also frustrates me knowing that they're doing this out of pure greed. And that none of the money is going to go back into the roster. They're just going to pocket it and say that they need it because of the COVID losses or whatever, which didn't actually exist because owners make tons of money um, from TV deals and all sorts of other things. And there's a reason they won't open up their books because they make tons and tons and tons of money. But, you know, none of the money from this that they're going to earn over the other teams is actually going to go into free agents or extensions or um, scouting departments or anything else. Right. Like, mm-hmm. And that's that's a small thing comparatively, but it's just frustrating knowing that they still won't invest in the team. And the worst part is, they're not even going to be making that much money off of this compared to what they're going to be losing. If you have half your team out from COVID because their families were in the stands, then you're going to have a worse product. And if you have hundreds and hundreds of people, like I'm probably expecting multiple hundreds of people to catch COVID from going to Rangers games then no one's going to want to go to Rangers games. Even when they're vaccinated, they're like, oh, I went to a Rangers game. They didn't take the proper precautions. They didn't actually set things up right. So why would, it, why would I go give them more of my money, spend money on concessions, buy merchandise, watch games even, if this team gave me COVID because they were so hungry, hungry for my money? Yeah, I it's mean... It's stupid and short-sighted. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, speaking personally, like, I was going to go to opening day when it was going to be 25%. Like, I had already put in PTO from work, like I was going to go to that game. They announced this and it's like, I'm, I'm not going all year. Like we, we asked for a refund for our, our Benny plan. Like just no, not doing it. It's so frustrating. And this is the, te- this is the team that made me fall in love with sports. Like this is the team that got me to care about a sport at all for the first time. And now it has ended up being my career. And it sucks so hard to watch a team that you have loved for so long just show over and over and over again that they don't give a crap about you. They don't give a crap about anything besides making money at whatever cost. And I think that's the most disheartening thing about this team. It's not that they suck. It's not that they were mad at Fernando Tatis Jr. for swinging at a 3-0 pitch and hitting a grand slam. It's that over and over and over, Rangers' ownership has shown that they don't care about their fans. They just want to milk them for everything that they're worth. And they think so little of them that they're not going to do the bare minimum to protect them for like a few more weeks before we actually hit a herd immunity slash vaccination level. That would be comfortable for things going close to back to normal. Right. Yeah. It sucks. And I don't really, I don't really want to say anything more on this because it's just going to be me repeating myself, but I feel like I have made my point that it's very frustrating and I just need a quick break to talk about some sponsors and then compose myself and then maybe get back to some actual baseball that we might actually have on this episode right after this word from our sponsors. We've been telling you about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market for a while now. Bilt Bar is the amazing low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, amazing-tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all bars. Now is the time to find out which Built Bar is the best-tasting protein bar of the brand full of best-tasting protein bars. 
today's episode or today's matchup, it's Built Bar Madness. We got Toffee Almond versus Mint Brownie. I don't know. Are you a big almond guy? Uh, no, but I'm sure these are delicious. Yeah, I'm not normally a big almond guy, but I am a big toffee guy. But the mint brownie is absolutely elite. Grant, it is just the best tasting mint brownie. Like I've had some other like mint and chocolate things, but this like puts them all to shame. I gotta say, if mint brownie doesn't win, I'm gonna revolt. Is it it's 80 grade? It is 80 grade. Like it got a buy in the first round, as it should have. Along with cookies and cream. Some of the other things that got buys, there's there's coconuts and almonds that got buys. I'm not really big into coconuts or almonds. And I think there were some other choices that were better for first round buys. But Mitt Brownie definitely had a strong regular season and earned its buy. So I think Mitt Brownie is definitely going to make it on to the Elite Eight. Um, and they absolutely should. So use our promo code LOCKEDON15 to get 15% off your next order. That is locked on 15 to get 15% off your next order at builtbar.com and check back to see who won today's matchup and who will be the best tasting protein bar. This week, we've got the MLB division division day matchup coming up uh, on Wednesday. I've got a show recorded with Jason Burke of Locked On A's. We talked about a lot of stuff. We talked about Ellis Andrews being happy, but not rubbing it in our faces. Hopefully, we talked about Chris Davis potentially not making the roster um, and all kinds of other good stuff. So be sure to look out for that on Wednesday. Lots of good stuff. Um, and maybe even a part two of that episode. We just had that much fun. Uh, we might split into two parts and come on Thursday as well. Alrighty. Uh, on this baseball podcast, we should we should probably talk about some baseball. Um, Joey Gallo is still sitting at five home runs. So, important question: Is he washed? Yeah, I think he's done. Um, it was a really good week and a half there, but uh, it's just sad, you know. You see somebody at their peak for February twenty third through March tenth, and then come March eleventh, it's just gone. And you don't know if they're ever going to get it back. So I think he's washed. I think he's done. Um, I might just go ahead and see if we can get Mazzara back to put in right field. I mean, might as well. I mean, he, at this point, he has more strikeouts than home runs. He's got six strikeouts and five home runs. Like, it's just it's just too much. His on-base percentage is down to 455. Like, what do you even do with that? That means he's getting out more than he gets, it, gets on base. I mean, that, that, by definition, makes you a bad baseball player, no? That's a fact. And he's only slugging 12-22. Like, come on, get it together, Joey. Also, I do want to see him in more games. Like, I'm, we're about to that point. I feel like we're going to get close to hopefully seeing the starters in more games or at least seeing, like, because right now we're in the, in the real gray zone of, like, we're not really seeing a whole lot of the starters. We're not seeing a whole lot of, like, the rookies and, like, young guys. It's just, like, the, like, end of roster guys who I've seen too much of already before spring training and I'm not learning really anything. You're not feeling Jason Martin? No. I am feeling decent about Rugner Odor being third base. Like he looks passable there. I still don't really get it. But it's just this team is so bad there's not like another person who can go and take Rugi's spot. Like I complain about him being one of the worst starters in baseball. But the Rangers bench has been so bad that it there was no one that was gonna give him a challenge to replace him. I mean, they don't have Todd the God Frazier anymore for third base. So, though, I, honestly, at this point, I, I think Ruggie might outplay Todd Frazier. I'm not sure. 
He's on what the Pirates now? Yes. Yeah. Which is not a great sign for him. No, but, being with the Rangers and Pirates back to back years as you age probably tells you a little something. Yeah. That is someone who might actually be washed. Um, Steel Walker has a couple of home runs, which is nice. Bubba Thompson has a home run, which is also nice. Um, but is there anything that's stood out to you? I, I've really liked what I've seen from Kohei Arihara lately. Um, I think that his outings have been pretty encouraging. He's got three starts and uh, nine innings so far. Um, he started off a little wonky, but he's been really, really sharp since then. I mean, he has uh, only five strikeouts in the nine innings, but like, we knew he wasn't going to be a high strikeout guy, and he does only have one walk in nine innings. What have you seen from him, if you've seen too much of him? Um, I haven't seen a ton. Uh, I think the more important number there is the the one walk rather than the strikeout. Um, because his, I mean, his strikeout-to-walk ratio was good, but it was good because he didn't walk anybody. Um, so, I mean... Last year, he had two walks per nine, 7.2 Ks per nine. So, I mean, it's a 3.5 strikeout to walk ratio. Pretty good. But it's going to be more about that control. Um, and it's good that that's already starting. But in general, it's just kind of the dog days of spring training. Um, you're, you're kind of past the, the first excitement of getting out and playing baseball and seeing baseball again. But before the roster is really crunching down and you you can see what the roster battles are kind of shaping up and um, who's at bats and evaluations are important. Yeah, exactly. I just want to see Curtis Terry's Curtis Terry absolutely demolish a baseball because he's got that in him. He had a couple of doubles. Um, both were, were very nice. Um, I think one was opposite field, scored a pair. Um, but I want to see him absolutely get a hold of one because he's definitely got that, that raw power that's just nasty. Also, I'd like to see Nate Lowe and David Dahl do something. They really haven't done anything so far. Not that I don't think they're going to, but just like... Like poke, like the meme of the guy poking something with a stick. Like, do something. That's kind of how I feel about them. Yeah. Lowe Lo just needs to go ahead and make me feel better about the trade. Um, He's going to do a like, lot for me. I know. Me too. Like, you know, Harry Berto had, like, the single highest exit velo of any minor leaguer um, in 2019, I think. I, I didn't like, know that, and I, I honestly wish you just didn't tell me that. Because... <laughs> Like, there's a reason the Rays wanted him, and it's a very good one. Yeah, I mean, uh, speaking of, of the Rays and that trade specifically, and in, uh, in Keith Law's uh, prospect he can't wait to see, where was it? Um, he had uh, Oslavis Basabe as the Rays prospect he couldn't wait to see. He had him at number 11 on the Rangers in 2020 on their prospect list, and I'm like, not oh, great. A guy who is on the verge of the top 10 of the Rangers project list by a guy who I, you know, I don't always agree with, with him. I feel like I have the most like disagreements and like most people's project list, like with his, but like, he still knows what he's doing. He's been in this business for a long time. Like he, he definitely knows more than me, even though sometimes I feel like he doesn't, we just disagree <laughs> on some certain things. But like, if he's saying like, yeah, I really can't wait to see this guy. It's like, all right. Like, we didn't even get anybody that's, like, that stupendous. Unless Nate Lowe's going to have to, like, blow my doors off for me to, like, not be mad about that trade. Which shouldn't – it isn't really a fault of his own. It's more of a fault of of Chris Young and JD. But Yeah. So what, what would Lowe have to do offensively? I mean, given these a first baseman and the prospects we gave up – or the Rangers gave up, and 
where they are, I mean, how far away they are from competing and having an open window. What would Lowe have to do offensively for you to feel good about the trade? I want OPS over 850, at least. Really? Okay. I mean, as a first baseman, I mean, I, like, do you feel good about the trade? I'd want it over 950, to be honest, and I don't think there's, <laughs> there's any way he's going to do that. <laughs> I wanted to keep it reasonable, because, like, 850 was, like, a, a busting the world off OPS last year. That feels like, you know, if we can get somebody, to, if we can get two <laughs> people in the 900s of OPS, whoo! Look out, world. It's going to be a little less miserable to watch Rangers this year. I mean, it's probably not, but like, you know, From maybe. Home. From home. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Rangers. Um, yeah, not a lot of positive here. Not a lot of enjoyment here. But you know what you're getting. You're getting the the Yeehaw Sad Boy of the Locked on MLB Podcast Network. I guess Yeehaw Sad Boys. You are now adopted into the Yeehaw Sad Boy um, moniker because, you know, it's fitting. Thank you. It means a lot. Glad to have you as my fellow sad boy. That's going to do it for today. Until next time, don't forget to enjoy baseball. When everyone is on the same page, getting things done is easy. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that enables your team to make their point and move faster. You can even save time by going from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds. Join the 96% of Grammarly users that say it helps them craft more impactful writing. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said. Done.